This is Brad Marchand, and you're listening to Breaking the Ice with Josh Dolan. I don't think he would ever let a pizza get out the door before he buried the whole thing, so he likes to eat that kid. What is this? What is this? I look like a fucking bitch from Newport, or I'm still in. You winter. look like you're robbing the Home Depot, is what it looks like. <laughs> because I have a fucking orange mask. Yeah. Hold on. Eight weeks ago, if I told you I was going to walk into a fucking bank or a credit union like this, you'd be like, "Dude, you're going to fucking jail." <laughs> you're <laughs> you're a criminal and a Flyers fan. So. <laughs> right? You sent that thing. I'm not a fucking Flyers fan, but I look like one with this on. <laughs> You haven't donned any pretty masks, Mike. You haven't, or, or Josh, or now you, Chris. We well, that's because that's because I'm in my home. Well, I have the window open. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it backwards, Isaiah. You're putting the mask on inside, and then Hold you on, go okay, outside. <laughs> okay. Let us know when you're ready, Chris. Let us know when you're ready. Yep. He's getting focused. This is movie theater popcorn too. All right. Yeah, that's. Oh, there we go. I like the All light. Right. There we go. Yeah. Is that a McDonald's coffee? Look at them. Yeah, yeah dude. It's nothing Cheers. better coffee. than bacon, egg, and cheese biscuits. Yeah, man. We can agree on that. That's world. for sure. I'm not gonna lie. My wife and I went out last week. You know, and you fucking like the littlest things are like the biggest adventures. Now we went out, and I'm like, we need to go through a drive-through. Fucking now. And of course, we end up at Wendy's. It was a good idea yeah. for the first ten minutes, and then I fucking shit myself later. But those ten minutes. We're like heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's fucking, worth it. I ate all of it. I had a fucking baconator. I had like 20 nuggets. I had, I just, it was so good. And then I fucking shit for days. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure everyone. Why do you start every podcast like okay. that? Every podcast is Isaiah saying, I shit a lot. I know. It's like, it's some kind of gastrointestinal <laughs> update. Well, take care of yourself. I don't get to see you guys much. I want to let you know how my fucking ass is flowing. Oh, great. my God. This is why we were fired from radio. <laughs> so our, our background on us three douchebags, we how's all used the, to work. How's, we, the, we, how's the Christian station doing? Right? We all used to work here, and they fucking took it away. Yeah, I'm guessing they're doing pretty <laughs> you know, well. You know what's so yeah. funny about AAF and Trap? So uh, when we were, you know, they were playing the hell out of our stuff, and you know, Mrs. Carey was – I think that MD, I'm not mm-hmm. sure what she was, but our guitar player, Simon, said something, pissed her off, and she just never, never cared for us after that. Oh, and that was probably cool. 2003. Said something about her appearance or something, you know, like, like you know, like, oh, Elvira or some shit like that, you know? And, uh, <laughs> She's and the yeah, one she, the record. She did not, she did not dig that. And that was, that was the end of that. Yeah, she hates the uh, she hates the Elvira thing, and she really hates the Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing because the guys down the really? hall, the I sports mean, station. Buffy more of a you know Buffy peppy. She got more pep in her step than Elvira, right? Elvira's yeah, more she, dark. Yeah, she just didn't dig that. Sorry about that. When we were all kids, we all, dark we, all, and twisted. we all thought about Elvira when we were kids. Don't fucking lie. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> still do, know. man. She still I mean, looks I mean, great. She's yeah, she's got that dark. I own it vibe, like, you know, I don't, I don't care what anyone thinks about me <laughs> and these big ass tits. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's, um, I was ready for started. Phil that, uh, all the remains I, to come I on. I think I Phil know. just joined. I'm here, guys. How you doing? Oh, okay. Oh, what's up, Phil? Hi, guys. 
twice in doing? one fucking week? I know, right? <laughs> all right, now I can see you all. Like all four of you. Or four of you. Yeah, know. not me. I my 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 uh my webcam's not uh not working properly. I've been having an issue with it, so and I haven't got it squared away. You don't just use your phone? Um, well, I have never used Zoom with my phone, actually. I don't know. Can it's I, so can fucking I, easy. You know, the Zoom thing with, with the phone, it works great. Like, I use it all the time, except no for problem. now for some reason. <laughs> let me try getting, well, let me try the link here that you sent then. Yeah, it's easy. Except you can't see more than four people. That's right. None of, you are, none of you are pretty, I can anyways. See, I can see Josh, Isaiah, and Mike. I just can't see it's telling me that Safari cannot open because the the link is invalid. So I might need Safari. Safari, Safari fucking sucks. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Thanks. Well, at least Jobs. we can we can hear you. I mean, that's yeah. It's, it's up to you guys. I don't care. No, no, this I'm is not, good. At least we can at least we can back. hear you. So. All right. So all right. Well, let's 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 jump right in, shall we? Do it. You're right. Um, <laughs> Chris, you have. Uh, I think the the numbers, the last numbers I saw were. Uh, your discussions on Twitter uh, generated something like a thousand tweets in four days or something oh, like that? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of people tweeting as much or not or more than, than I, I do. Like, uh, you know who Talib Kweli is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a rapper. Yeah, I follow that him guy, on Instagram. Yeah. All day long, just, just tweeting. He doesn't really reply to people, but just like he'll get someone's tweet and then put like copy and paste that. He doesn't know about retweeting with comment, I guess. And then he'll just do that and like just calling everybody racist and everybody's a Nazi and just the like I'm like, I you know, I thought I was crazy, but this guy just ta he takes kick for sure. I'm well he you know, you are your thing me, with him. You know? So I was like, Who are you? you know? Like, um so I thought that was Bizarre, you know. Like, like I said, like I've never tweeted at anyone just out of the blue. Like, oh, let me figure out who I'm going to start shit with, and then just tweet at him. That's not happened one time. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Chris. Let me let me ask you about that. Didn't it? Didn't this kind of start and snowball from you going after Chris Evans about his critique on a Trump press conference? No, not at all. Chris Evans probably gets, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of messages at him. All I said was STFU. Trump is Trump did a lot of good stuff. That's that was my tweet. So he didn't care. He didn't go back and forth with me, and I didn't expect him to. It's like uh, he, you know, tweeting at Patton Oswalt or something. You know, it's just like I don't like what you said. You know, sh shut the fuck up. You know, and that that tweet and that's like that wouldn't didn't do anything. So it was it was me saying white white privilege doesn't exist that got everybody riled up and pissed off. So like I was going back and forth with this guy. Talbert Swan, who's another race baiter like, like Talib Kweli, like making money off this. Like this is their, you know, daily gig. They're trying to start, you know, race issues with people, people on Twitter. And I was just like, look, as a half Mexican dude, and saw my my mom's side do great for themselves and get their piece of the American dream and all that. You know, a minority, you know, part of my family, half half of my family. I'm not gonna buy into this white privilege crap. You know, I've seen too many poor white people who have no privilege at all. And so it's just this stupid college, you know, uh, humanities section of a college engineered narrative that white people need to feel guilty about existing. And it's just ridiculous. And I hate the whole concept. 
and it's been 55 years since the Civil Rights Act where they actually changed laws, they actually did the work and they, they protested and they got things out of it. These days, people just bitch and bitch and nothing gets done or changed because they just, they, they do these freaking circular arguments that go nowhere. No, you know, it's like either, pe either people buy into this white privilege thing and they go, oh, you're, you're so privileged and then, and they completely forsaking anything their parents actually did to give them any kind of leg up. And then there are people who are like, I, I don't know, that's the dumbest concept and I'm not going to entertain it. So I'm on that. This is the dumbest concept and I'm not, I'm not going to entertain it. And I, I can talk to anyone about African-Americans and what they've gone through and, and the hundreds of years of, you know, uh, not having generation after generation to build wealth upon because of their generation <laughs> they had. But as far as like this conversation is never, the, whoever is on the other side of, yes, white people have all this privilege, they're never going to be done with the conversation. They're never, never going to be satisfied with any progress made in America or any of that stuff. So I just, I just go, I just want people to be comfortable saying, you know, I, I don't even want to talk about that. It's a stupid conversation and we should just be Americans and look at each other with, on, on merit, you know, and all that stuff versus skin color. Like I'm the best race or my race is oppressed by everybody, you know, because of my race. It's just, I think it's a stupid concept, but that's what started it. People didn't like me with the hashtag white privilege doesn't exist and no one is oppressed in, oppressed in 2020 and all this stuff. That, then people started coming after my band and saying, your band sucks, one hit wonder, blah, 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 blah. No one cares about you, no one listens to you. I was like, well, that's not true. And here, are, I just wanna correct the state, correct the, the record. And I'm not gonna just let people bash on the band and, and throw out numbers and all this stuff without saying that's just not true. So that's how the whole thing started. Like nobody would come after me if I didn't, you know, do stuff that I think are, you know, maybe is controversial or whatever, but I, I believe in that stuff. And they also made the conscious decision to support Trump after four years of watching people bash on him left to right on the left side with impunity, like Corey Taylor or whoever would say whatever they want, bash on the Trump deplorables and all this stuff. And I got, I just got sick of it. This, this, you know, shutdown happened and then people still shit on him. And, I, and then so I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go for it and let everyone, all my fans, know how I feel about Trump and how I feel about people who bash on Trump all the time, and that I want to be there supporting people who, who like Trump, so they can feel like they can say what they want about this guy and about whatever without feeling like people they're gonna get canceled, you know. So that's that's basically it in a nutshell. Well, I have an issue with. Um something uh you tweeted a while ago and that is the um the way that the in my opinion the administration tried to label the COVID 19 as the chinese virus now technically it did start in china and i'm a subscriber of that theory that it came from that lab in wuhan yep. that uh was working on viruses but right. for some reason even though the virus already had a name COVID 19 <clears throat> It seemed like there was a, a, a PR campaign by the administration to change the name to Chinese virus, even though it already had a name by doctors and scientists. It actually, that's a shortened uh, name. I forget the actual long name for the virus, but um, I kind of have a problem with that. Why were they trying to change the name to Chinese virus? And why did they give up on it after two weeks? Because it catch on. The, Ch the Chinese Communist Party literally went out with their propaganda to, to convince Chinese people that the CIA and our army went over there in November and spread it around. So Trump's like, screw you, China virus. Bam. That's it. You've heard China lying about 
China lying about it to their people, Trump's like, screw you. I'm going to let the whole world know this came from Wuhan, China. Like CNN and all them, they were calling this thing the Wuhan virus, the Wuhan China virus for so long. And then all of a sudden Trump says it and now it's, now it's uh, sacrilegious. It's just just the, the double standard and the bias is annoying. Yeah, that's what, that, that's what confused me about that too, was that when it first started, the, like CNN was calling it the Wuhan virus. Yeah. And then they would start listing, like they were saying, can you believe Trump said the Chinese virus? But then they would list all the other viruses and then they'd say the Spanish flu. And I'm like, why, why is that one? Okay? Or what about the African swine flu that killed a bunch of Chinese pigs? They called it the African swine flu, and that's all they called it, to blame Africa. That's, China does this all the time. We, we, do, we take one small page out of their playbook, and then we're, you know, the U.S. is the bad guy. It's like, you know, our press is on the side of China for some reason and against Trump, obviously. And it's just annoying that you have the president of the United States who has so many people against him doing his damn job. Well, I just said it a second ago. I'd be, I'd be way more, way, way less of patience than Trump. Yeah. This whole fucking thing, this conversation we're having, the question Mike asked, the stuff you put on Twitter, the things people put out there, it's such a fucking pissing match. And you're everybody's kind of right on their own levels of you feel one way, I feel a certain way. God forbid we put it out there without someone fucking destroying us. The first time I looked at your Twitter feed, I'm looking at it going, okay. Then I start to go back. I went back and I went back. I went back and I went. He's fucking pissed about something. Something happened somewhere. Thanks for explaining what it was. Because at first I looked at it and went, "This guy's fucking snapped. Something's trapped, snapped, kind of run." Right? Uh, only responding, and, and trapped, I, if snapped. someone comes after me in a certain manner, uh, it's just second nature to just respond to him in that same manner. Well, did you notice so, how all my tweets were just of a guy eating popcorn? Because I was fucking watching. Hey, you know, and I have no problem entertaining anyway. It's all good. I have popcorn. I'm fucking watching. Hey, Chris, Chris, why would we want to take a page out of the Chinese playbook? I mean, isn't that uh, us going down to their level? I mean, you're absolutely right. The Chinese kind of fire government, with fire, man. I mean, that, you know, that's, 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 that's not a fire with fire. Hey, I disagree hey, with hey, that. Uh, we shouldn't lower uh, ourselves to their level. Mike, to do. I'm sorry, Mike. Phil. Did you have something to say? I kind of, I kind of want to, want to stick my nose in about at least at, at that question i don't think that there is an active intent on the side of the uh, or i don't think there is an active intent in the legacy media here in the united states to take the side of china there is a natural inc inclination to take <clears throat> the opposing side to trump that's yeah. it it's it's yeah. not about china it's not about they want to agree with china it's that they Ha they, they feel they need to disagree with Trump, and it's likely a monetary incentive because Trump creates clicks. Well, Trump like you said put Trump's name on, on something, and, and it drives clicks. If you, if, you, if you get Trump, you know, if you, the orange man, man bad narrative that you hear about, like, that makes money. That makes a lot of money. So I don't think that they really have very much intent to side with China so much as this is the opposing view from Donald Trump. Yeah, I completely I agree. But China, this did start in China. And all, you look at all the last, uh, you know, six years or so, they've been working on bat coronaviruses for six, seven years. Even the U.S. government helped pay for some of this research. And then all of a sudden it leaks out of the freaking lab where they were doing studies for six years on it. That's, Actual, that's you know, fine. coronavirus was in bats. There's and they took it over to that. That's, yeah. that's, that's fine and that's fair, but that is a different isolated conversation than 
No, from, well, I'm from, just from Donald well, Trump say, and, the, and the media in the U.S. Well, that's I a totally China different. virus, and that's to blame this on China, pin the entire thing on them, and yeah, make them pay reparations for what they did. I don't take. I don't take. I don't have a, a, a an issue with that at all. It, like it did start in China. China. The Chinese Communist Party is not an open and honest uh, uh, government. They're they're not a free country. Man. They're they're they are adversarial to the United States. I don't. I don't have. I have. I have no issue with with taking that st- that stance against the the government of China. You know, the the, yeah. gov- the communist government of China is. You know, it is categorically bad. They're throwing Muslims in in in. Totally concentration camps everybody knows that you can't talk about tibet you can't talk about taiwan you can't talk about all kinds of places that that you know china is involved politically and they don't they they have a perspective so i i I don't have a a, any kind of problem with any any with laying the blame at the at the feet of the of the chinese communist party when it comes to the spread and lack of of forthcoming information and trying to shift blame i I get there that that's all to me, that seems self-evident. So. Yeah, yeah. It's when you well, get just, it's when you get I, into the Mike conversation about about media. That's the, the part that happens is you get into this country, and this country does a good job of fucking things up media-wise. The left hates the right, and the right hates the left. It's fucking exhausting. It's like I, I'll and nobody can believe this. The the CIA. No one can believe our, our national security guys and stuff because they botched the. They did the fake FISA warrants and so many things that was just so uncalled for and lying and all this stuff and the American public doesn't know who to believe at this point. So even if the CIA and everyone did, well, yeah, it was China and it came out of this lab and it looks like it's, it, I mean, they totally benefited from it. I mean, they were getting just their asses kicked by our, you know, tariffs and all that stuff. And it's like such, such a like coincidence or it's just like that it works out in their favor. It's like, it gives them, uh, more leverage on this whole trade war and stuff. So I just want Americans to be like, China is not our friend and they totally, it's a zero sum game. They're just trying to get a better deal out of us. And we actually have multinational corporations that made these trade deals so we can set up shop in China for nothing and not not pay any tariffs and our middle-class jobs just vanish. We are, you know, at least seven out of the 20 million we used to have. And so I just want Americans to get used to like taking those supply chains and either getting it in different countries or doing it right here in America, made in America, and like have a reason to do that. These people are not our friends, they're enemies. So why are we doing business with these people? And so the more that we can accelerate what, what we were already doing in the process of doing, this just accelerates it so much faster to put you know supply chains inside the US, especially stuff that if we're at war for something crazy that, that China can just stop sending us certain medicines that they manufacture plenty of things like that, but we should be doing that in the U.S. So this just accelerates that whole movement away from China. So, I, you know, China virus, all that. Well, my now, whole point was this whole, I know you are, but propaganda. what am I thing? It is. I, this, I know you are, but what am I thing is, is ridiculous. And you know what, Chris, president could have said the last 30 seconds of what you were saying right there, the president could have said that instead of doing this campaign to call it a Chinese virus. He could have explained it like that. You were very clear in your explanation there. Mm-hmm. You gave the facts that you have. Yep. Why can he do that? And and, there, and it's on a Because he's a level, schmuck, Mike. He's <laughs> orange man. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like, like genuinely, because he's a car salesman, he's a huckster, he's a, he's a schmuck. He's out there trying to sell a, a product. Like, he's, he's 
He's a WWF character, you know. That's yeah, that's he why he couldn't actually s- say it in a in a reasonable way that won't set people off. He's a troll. He lives to be on Twitter, getting people riled up. He's like, not a politician, but we knew that when no. we elected him. Yeah. So why is everyone surprised? I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody on the right or on the left. Because I mean, Phil, I've had plenty of conversations with um, people that are right or left, as have you, as have you, Chris and Mike and Josh. At the end of the day, he could have done just that, Mike. If you would just deliver the facts like fucking Chris just did, say it, back it up, and shut the fuck up. But instead, oh my God, God. Mike died. I'm okay. Right in the middle. We're trying to know how that happened. For the first time, Chris and Phil trying to have a serious conversation, and Mike falls down. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, guys. I'm going into my mask. This thing just went to shit. All right. No, but sorry no, about seriously, that. Seriously, it's, 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 tell me it's not the fucking delivery. That's why Phil just yelled out, schmuck. Okay, is the guy doing everything wrong? No. Is he doing everything right? Obama, that's for sure. He's well, not just, polished. They're, like they're all fucking good and bad. It's, but it's just, when he, when, in a time like this, I would love to hear if someone said, like what you just said, give me the fucking facts on how you feel and we move forward. The yeah. second somebody in politics, right or left, starts to free ball, my stomach gets fucking, it turns. But I don't even going think he can give the facts because people are just going to jump all over him no matter what, I, I just know. because of his political party. Well, that's every president, Josh. That's it is. That's it every is. But, but it's, it's that's the, the history media, of like American the... politics. Right. You, know, you attack the person that's in charge if he's not in your party to help your party get in power. That's been with it every is, president. But it is a little bit harder when you don't have Bush the media Jr. on your side, though. Well, the media is always going to be on the left side, unless you're Fox. And then if you're, if you have a so, fucking, look, let, let's put a Democrat in next time. What do you think Fox is going to do? They're going to fucking explode. It's this goddamn party line thing that drives me insane. Look, I'm an independent. Me too. I'll vote Republican. I'll <coughs> vote Democrat. I'll vote yeah. for Phil. I'll vote for Chris. I'll vote for Josh. You, like, just tell me what the fuck you want. Tell me your opinions. Independents decide the elections. And so you got the they right do. and you got the left and they're arguing all the time. And the independents going, who should I pick? Which, which side makes the better argument? Right. And and the le- the left the, the the reason why they own all the press and some of the biggest largest multinational corporations and they want us to be more left wing because you just do you just make your deals with one guy who's at the top you don't have to deal with fifty different governors and all you know have this Republican crap they don't want to do that so it's obviously why big media is on the side of going toward more towards a socialist centrally planned economy it's well, obvious that's a headache too that's yeah. a headache too because if I sit at home. While we're all all in lockdown, I just want some fucking information. I really do. I don't want the person on the TV to be a fucking asshole. I just want you to say, again, like you just delivered. You just gave me your opinion. There it is. With facts. Okay, fine. Instead of this free-balling fucking lunatic or the people in Congress or the people in the House, I'm not just picking on one person, you fucking no-term cocksuckers sit there and tell us the same fucking shit year after year after year. And, and it's all based on you. They're still making their money, right? They're still, they're living in their fucking night. You gotta admit though, Trump's good at crowd work. Mm. <laughs> Trump, Trump's right. a good politician. At the end of the day, like he was made for this job. Well, he's a like, Joe Rogan said it best, man. He, he's like, he's like, look at Bush and look at, at Obama and how fast they aged in just those first four years. And then you look at Trump. It's like, oh, it looks like he's getting younger. He has more energy. It's like he wakes up every morning going. That's because he tans and dyes this, his this hair. This kind of power is what I want, man. I could dye my hair every day and look like I'm 30 years old, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, the guy's a fucking television star. 
you know, don't you think we need a little polish right now? Yes. At a point like this, Reagan, for communications Reagan, purposes. I was just like, look at Ronald that. Reagan. Look at Ronald Reagan. People call Ronald Reagan one of the greatest presidents of all time. And I can see that because Ronald Reagan was one of the greatest communicators of all time. And we've got a guy up here who can't even form sentences. Well, Trump me, just has you know, the biggest balls latest, of all time, man. Your latest tweet, Chris, was defending the president's thing on this injecting disinfectants oh, into your system. And you pr I don't know who the source is on this, but you're saying that he had been speaking with his medical consultants before he went to the press conference. And they there's were saying there's an actual companies. treatment. There's an actual treatment uh, for disinfectant of uh, what's called what O3 gas infused into the body can be a disinfectant for disease. And then the whole ultraviolet light thing. Then why didn't he present it like that when he got yeah, on stage? Because he's he not perfect. Like that? That's why. Well, he just. That's not more the Well, then the next day, though, he he wrote it off as sarcasm and said, "We'd like to keep you guys on your toes." He's not so he was saying that that was all just bullshit sarcasm, not fact. He could have been looking at. I'm just saying, he could have looked at that thing. study, and they're they're talking about injection, and they're talking about uh, you know disinfectant and all that stuff, and then he could be looking at him and go, "Oh, you think we could just uh, inject this and just write in the lungs and do it that way?" It could have been sarcastic, yeah. I mean, the guy's sitting there all day. This is not a time curious. for sarcasm, though, Chris, is it? Right. No. This Look, is a Trump time for communication. Just, we need a little he's polish He's not an right Obama type, type guy. The only, I, the only thing Trump needs to do to make me want to vote for him for four more years is, is renegotiate the China trade deal. He's already gotten one phase. He did new NAFTA. It's UCMCA now, USMCA now. And it's, got, it's way better for the United States and Canada but just better for people who pay their workers more, unlike Mexico. So I just want them another four years to, 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 to uh, get rid of, to renegotiate all the old free trade deals that screwed us, that were written by multinational corporations. The same people who own those corporations own the media, mainstream media. It's like, why would you listen to the people who literally like are only doing this for money? And a lot of their press, they don't even, like the Washington Post, they don't care. Like Bezos doesn't care if that thing makes money. He doesn't give a shit. He uses that to further his agenda. You know, that's that's what they use this media for, further their agenda and their narrative. So, you no, know, so Trump does the same thing with Fox News, though. He uses that media source to further his agenda. Because it's course. the only one that... It's the only one he has. But the left has yeah. so much more firepower than the right. That's ridiculous. They have seven channels. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not even... That's why Fox News is the biggest one, because it's the only one. But but to, I think everybody can agree. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all of them. I feel like they've all kind of lost the credibility because they're all kind of with one political party. Kind that of. right now, like Barstool Sports, has more credibility <laughs> than all of them put together. Right. Yeah, like, Joe like Rogan has whole, more credibility than yeah. all of them put together. Right. You're, you're not. You're completely the, right about Joe Rogan. So the calculation yes. I made, you know, months going into like going, I'm going to go pro Trump and really throw my hat in the ring on that because I hadn't really said exactly who I, who I support or anything up until middle of March. My whole, I, you know, I watched that Roger Ailes, Fox News, you know, and how he did that whole thing, like there was a Showtime or HBO or something like that. And the guy just went, look, no one is catering to these types of people because they're supposed to, they're, they're deplorables and they're horrible people and they blah, 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 that the, that the left thinks of the right, you know, and no one was catering to them. You know, nobody was saying what they wanted to hear. And that's all news does these days. So he went and made Fox News as a, as a total business thing. He was going to make a shitload of money on that because he was going to cater to people who weren't being catered to at all. And his calculation was perfect. 
and then it became the biggest cable news thing that, that's out there. So that's all I'm, I'm like, nobody supports Trump or his supporters. They just bash on, the, uh, on them. You know, that's all they do. Like, so many bands just bash on Trump and the, their supporters that I was like, I'm going to just take a page out of Roger Ailes' book with this new album and see what it does. And if, and if there's a big drop in listeners and there's a big drop in engagement, all that stuff, I'll stop. But the reason why I go out there and say what I want to say is I'm speaking to a certain demographic who isn't being spoken to. So that's the idea. It's like, will that work as a marketing strategy? We shall see. Now, Chris, well, well, how would you respond, Chris? How would you respond, Chris, to people who say this is nothing but a marketing ploy for the new album, which comes out May 14th? Is that when it comes out? I, I believe this stuff I'm saying. I totally do. I'm not being fake about it. And if I can you know, go out there and support Trump and Trump supporters and at the same time actually make more visibility for the, the new album and sell more copies and more streams and all this stuff, then, um, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. So it's not just a marketing thing, but it's also no one stands up for these people. No one stands up. And it's like Headstrong people probably overwhelmingly like Trump that listen to Headstrong. It's like the, the left wing hipster bands hate Headstrong already. So. It was, it was like, for me, I, I was thinking about it's it for months. It's still on their like, work. Do I do it? List. When do I do it? And I felt like the perfect time was when this, the whole thing shut down, people shitting on Trump left and right. I was like, you know what? That sucks. And I'm going to do the opposite. Now, do you think well, that, that that's a reason why you're not getting, like, in all the articles when I just typed in Trapped when I first heard about this whole thing on Twitter, and then I was I was reading all the things, and it was saying, like, having a nervous breakdown in Trump tweets and stuff. Do you think it's like you're not getting a fair shake just because you're being no, you know, Trump? Every single article, AP, Revolver, everybody, I have like I have no problem with how they made me look. Like, it, you know, the guy Danny Diablo or whatever, you know, talking about like, you know, screw my mom, like three or four tweets in a row. And I'm like, dude, you have Down syndrome? What's wrong with you? You know, like, it's like he made, I didn't look, he, made, he looked much worse than I did you know, and all that stuff. So when I read this stuff, I'm like, if you're an average person, you're, you can figure out why I'm getting all this heat, you know? And it's like, I, I'm, you know, I'm just defending my band if someone talks shit or lies about it. And then also I'm going to support Trump and, and Trump supporters. And, and just the same way that Cardi B would support Bernie or, you know, the countless metal bands who, who went all, all out for Bernie and stuff. So, I'm not doing anything different than, than the other side. It's just one side gets nailed a lot harder than the other side. And that's what I really want to point out is the hypocrisy. And I think I've done a good job of that. Is hey, the Danny so, Diablo thing going to happen? Dude, I'm a celebrity I, will, I will box whoever wants to box me. Dude. How about Ice T? Sounds hey, good. Don't you the revolver guy, revolver guy, Christian, or whoever is going to contact you. It sounds good. No contact, nothing. So, whatever. Yeah. The guy's got the same size as I am, if not smaller. You know, I have no problem box anyone, but the guy, the Riley from Power Trip guy, I'm like, look, if I'm gonna do this daddy thing, I want you bare knuckle, because I'm <laughs> sick of you talking shit constantly. And that revolver, you know, thing, you just let the guy run his mouth, just lies about me. With I'm like, dude, if you just say this shit, you prove it with screenshots and say, you know. So as soon as I saw the revolver thing, I just went off. And you know, you have enough Ice T fans say, Ice T will kick your ass. You just go, no, he won't. He's 63, and he's much older than I he's am. That no old? He's going to jump into any ring with me. I guarantee you. It's so annoying. So, yeah. There you go. Well, in Ice-T's defense, pimping ain't easy, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> all right, man? All good, I still dude. think you could kick your I ass, Chris. I'm sorry. First at all, man. 
still, still think Ice T would win that fight. He's elderly, shoe. I wouldn't fuck. So? With, I wouldn't fuck with Ice T. <laughs> I still wouldn't yeah. fuck with Ice T. In his prime, maybe. I wouldn't fuck with Big Daddy Kane, and he's like seventy, man. I mean, come on. Anybody with a name Big Daddy, I'm standing. I didn't the fuck even away, say bro. anything bad to him. I didn't say the trap better than you or anything. I just said, look. He's always talking to me about ST and Body Count, and I was like, you know, no one really sells physical albums anymore because the guy sold like millions of records in the 80s and 90s, I think. And uh, so, like, I'm just like, look, no one really sells the physical stuff anymore, and, and we, we do much better on the streaming platforms than they do. That's all I said. And then the guy tags Ice-T in that back and forth, and then Ice-T's oh, like, boy. I'll see you around, punk. You know, and then so I'm I have like, a question. I'm sorry. Is that? I have a question about the streaming thing, Chris. So you're you're a you you love Pandora. You promote Pandora. Um, I promote and you both. say it's a you Spotify say it's a better it's a better read on uh, your success than Spotify is. But Pandora, it, correct me if I'm wrong. That's still like a random playlist thing. You don't really get to choose the songs you want to hear. As opposed to Spotify, we can actually pick the song you want to hear. And yeah. I'm just saying, you're saying we got tons of streams on Spotify. I mean, on, on Pandora, but not yeah. Spotify. And yeah. maybe it's because, you know, people get to pick the songs they want on Spotify. I'm just well, saying, they, throwing that in there. They indirectly pick their songs. So Pandora, it's like more of a pop station, you know, a top 40 kind of thing. And so they, you, get, you get rated, just like pop stations go out and, and get ratings. And so some rock stations do too. Get ratings. Do you, what do you like this song out of uh, one out of five and are you burned out on it or not or so you get that thumbs up and thumbs down thing so if, you thumbs, if a song keeps getting thumbs up and barely gets skipped then that song is going to get played more because more people like it than don't like it so you got a niche uh, uh, thing with a lot of metal or metalcore you know the more the more niche that metal is the more the smaller the people who are into it but they're very into it and they know exactly what they want to hear and so they go and they, they figure it out but on Pandora it's more of like you got to have commercial songs like it's got to be more commercial to get more play because if it's just niche and a, a, you know one out of ten actually likes it nine out of ten is like yeah I don't like this but that one out of ten super hardcore loves it you know that then you're gonna have a, you know good good stuff on on Spotify but not so much very good on Pandora so but it's don't just you think more like, of a, a don't... commercial platform that caters to uh, a larger denominator is Pandora. But, but don't you think like the real choice, like an actual choice from a consumer outweighs any kind of rating on Pandora, whether the song may come up or not? No, not at all. Because you got this small genre, small niche people who really like something, but that's, you know, one or two out of 10. And then you got people like eight or nine out of 10 who would rather hear the more commercial thing, but they're not so stuck on, this genre or that genre makes me cooler or, or not, you know, makes me cooler than you because I listen to this music. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So uh, anytime someone brings that up, I'm going to go, look, that definitely doesn't make you someone who's cooler than someone else because you listen to Rick and some kind of crazy technical metal versus Dave Matthews or something, you know? It's like, that's such an arrogant, like, elitist crap that, you know, a Trap's never going to say that we're this band who's hipster and elitist and you know, we're so good. It's like, just trying to make good songs that you can strip down an acoustic guitar and a vocal and it still sounds good. That's always been my goal versus how technical and progressive can we make the song. But, you know, it, it, to each and to, to each his own, you know, to each their own. And Pandora is just something where if you want to discover new music in the vein of what you're into, you're going to discover new, more new music with Pandora than you will with Spotify and what your friends are into and blah, blah, blah. 
So I'm just saying that Pandora is more commercial and Spotify is more niche and you can, you can listen to exactly what you want to listen to, but it's definitely more, the, the, the bigger bands on Pandora have a more commercial sound than, you know, some of the bigger stuff on, on Spotify. Underlying That's just my, theme, my opinion. Man. Underlying theme for Pandora, Spotify, political, to each his own. You just hit it right on the head, to each his own. That's one amazing thing about fucking America. You got an opinion, I got an opinion, so do fucking you. And we can go on for days about it. At least that's why we have these discussions. That's why radio is so amazing. That's why talk shows are amazing. This podcast uh, platform is amazing because everybody's yeah. got a fucking opinion, and we're all entitled to it, right? We can say whatever the everybody fuck should you want. be able to allowed to say whatever they want to say. Right? Yeah, I agree. Yep. Hey guys, I just I just want to get Phil. Do you have anything to add to this discussion? I know we can't see you, so I don't want to feel like you're left out. I just no, no. I got a big mouth. I have no problem uh, speaking of if, speaking okay. of. If I, uh, <laughs> I have a question for both Phil and Chris. Now, um, as, as this election year starts going on and Joe Biden comes to All That Remains or comes to Trap and says, can I use one of your songs for an election song? What do you say? Uh, Joe Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it doesn't really fucking matter to me. Yes. Yes? Yeah, yeah I don't give a shit. As, well, Trump, uh, really? So you'd let Joe Biden use your song if he asked permission? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Don't they not even have to ask permission? They can do whatever. They can use whatever songs they want. At, well, at any. Well, they they use the artist. If that happened, I wouldn't can send a cease and desist, though. I believe. Yeah, there's there's no way in hell I'm gonna do something that Karen. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Get up. Talk to that manager. Stop playing. Are you music. serious? Can yeah. you imagine? Like how? Like, they're, that's so damn pretentious. You put songs out, you put music out, and then you get mad because someone wants to listen to it? Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, but I it's agree. what it's used for, Phil. You know, if, if, say, the Nazi party wanted to use an All That Remains the song. Nazi party? You know, would you say, would you say okay, guys, is, go ahead. I want, my, I want my band out there to your rally. Is there an actual Nazi party that's going to be putting up it's advertisements? A hypothetical question. A hypothetical is fine. Well, you're well. No, hold on, Mike. You're talking about actual Nazis versus Joe. I'm falling asleep. Biden. No, no context, ma about context does matter. No, yeah, context does matter. Feeling strongly about how your music is represented. Doesn't context, matter. Context matters. Context matters. So yes, if you're talking about the I want to kill all the Jews Nazis, I would have a problem. If you're talking about I can't stay awake past supper time, I'm going to be fine with it. What I'm talking about is like, I don't believe in what Joe Biden believes. And I think he's bad for this country. And I don't want him using my music to promote his campaign. Isn't that fair to feel that way? Uh, yeah, it's fair. It's it's perfectly fair for someone else to feel that way. But it's it, and I'm not saying that that someone should should be forced to allow a politician to use their music. I think that it's very silly and frivolous and self indulgent to say this guy has political opinions that are a shade different than my political opinions because we're talking about centrist politicians here. You're talking about Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Their politics aren't very different. If you're talking about, okay, Mao is back and he wants to use a song while he's going and rounding up all the intelligentsia and putting up against the wall, then I'll have a problem. But when you're talking about the shaded difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump or any other mainstream American politician to say that it's, that it's unconscionable and, it, and it's beyond the pale for this politician to use to use uh, my music 
I, I really, really have a problem with, with making what is very vanilla and, and, and boring, which is the politics of Joe Biden and the politics of Donald Trump, uh, as something that's really somehow dramatic. If you're talking about really dramatic, you're talking about, you know, real communism or real fascism. And we're so far away from both of those things in the United States that to talk about it and drum it up like, you know, hey, I can't have this guy Talk using my music. College students need to know that. I, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. How far away we are from that. But yeah. I still think that we are far, far away from it. I think that, that, making it, that making it such a big deal because someone's using your music at some rally and, and it's, it's not something that's going to be associated with them as their theme song, you know, that's, that's, just, that's just... I have to disagree there, too, Phil, because... Too, too energetic you know, you look for at, me. I'm tired. If you look at Fleetwood, if you look at the, you know, don't stop thinking about tomorrow, that was synonymous with the Clinton campaign, you know, and I'm just, I'm just saying, I think an artist, it's not wrong for an artist to say, and you know, I'm not someone who records music like you and Chris, you know, I'm not someone who's as creative, who spends a lot of time working hard on songs and your craft, but I feel that someone who does that has the right to say, I don't want them using that because I worked really hard on it and this is my baby. Look, you know, Mike, I'd rather Mike, not have them use that to promote what I don't really believe in. Mike, I, I hit that with a caveat early. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that someone else shouldn't. I'm not saying that it's a problem for someone else. I just don't care that much. I'm not the guy that's going to be like, because again, from my perspective, these, these politicians are very similar. They're all big government, big policy, right. big spending government big guys they want to be in your pocket they want to be in your in your phone they want to be they all in hang your out. house they they all want they all want to like they're all the same the 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 slight difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden to me they're very 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 much the same you know what the, about what about like trade but see, here's the thing about what i was saying how the left is so globalist and and the right is more about smaller government which is but they're still pretty damn big government oriented you know it's like why is it that the media is so far left you know why the media, why is artists the media the media is not far left you know? media is not far left the media yeah, is. Why is, are the? Why is the media? Why do they? Why do they celebrate? The farther left you go, the more they they, they love you. Well, because I, it gets I ratings. I can't speak. Yeah, for why? Down that hole. Let's talk it's about sexy. that. Why? Why does it? Get yeah, ratings? I know. I don't know. It, because it's, it's nicer. You know I, I find about the same yeah. thing in radio. Why does this one thing work and this other thing doesn't? That I think is pretty good, but it seems to be working for them. So it's a nicer a narrative. Person, and I'm not saying it's right because I I agree with you guys, but. If something's working and you're making money from it, why would you want to stop doing that? Why would you want to amplify it? CNN's ratings are way down. MSNBC's ratings are way down because they went and they tried to push this Russia hoax crap like Maddo. Her, 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 her viewers are halved since the, the, the 2018 thing came out and like it was all bunk, the Russia stuff, and nothing happened with the Mueller investigation and all that. She put all her eggs in that basket and then lost half her damn uh, listeners. It's like... I don't know if this is about money. I, I think that the people who own MSNBC wanted to push a narrative because they want they want Trump out of office as much as fast as they can because Trump's getting away of their uh, of their globalist trade policies that want to make everyone you know in the same trade thing and have no benefit for America versus poorer countries where all the jobs are going to go to because they pay their people less. It's just common sense stuff that 
that multinational corporations don't give a fuck about regular people and, and they don't at all. And we got a government that totally does their bidding. The more lobbyists you have, the more well, they're going to do your bidding. Well, Chris, That's a government we have. Chris, Chris, you've, 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 you've hit like literally in that, in that, just that bit of, of conversation there, you've hit like 35 different subjects. So if we're going to talk about something, you got to narrow it down a little bit. Uh, first of all, well, so, so the, question, mean, the question was why the question was why the media is that way. They've already stuffed their head into the fucking rabbit hole and they're way down the hole. If you're telling me ratings are down and you say money's not it, then it's the agenda in somebody's fucking head that they can't change exactly. because they're That's hell what You just said talk, it's what it we, is. We can talk about radio all day. Mike and I have been doing it for decades. Josh has been involved. Some of the decisions that got made in radio made no fucking sense. Somebody somewhere was drunk holding the wheel. And we're like, why wouldn't you do that? Mike sat in studios and I sat in studios doing full-time shows, talking to the people, playing your fucking bands. But yet, wait, we can't play All That Remains or Trap because of some fucking bullshit political, what the fuck? It never made sense we to me. We have to play Welcome to the Jungle again? A hundred fucking times. No disrespect hey. to GNR, but it's hey. Right? AAF never played all that remains ever, ever, ever. That's not we were true, and, Phil. <laughs> okay, Mike, okay, Mike, Shue, Mike Shue would play That's play us on, true, on the hard we on had the, all the, the remains heavy show. in regular rotation, albeit not long. But <laughs> I had I pushed it into regular rotation for at least a couple of months from the uh, War You Cannot Win album. What's this? What was the single? Stand up. Yeah, we we yeah. were playing that in regular rotation for a little while, man. So that was our first number one. It took a number one to get added to our what, hometown what about, radio station. <laughs> you didn't play What If I Was Nothing a ton? Yeah, we played that a lot, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. We did play that, too. The point I'm making is these people that run these big corporation fucking mindsets that run shit, whether it's Fox News or CNN, or let's use CNN as an example because you say the ratings are tanking. Same yeah. thing in radio. We would sit in these studios and go, why do you keep making fucking stupid mistakes with who you make the next morning show or who the next afternoon person is or whatever the fuck? And you sit there and go, is it because you're so fucking stubborn? Because you're so fucking stubborn and you can't get your fat head out of the way to say, no, let's do the right thing. It might be something that CNN says, fuck it, dude. We got to die on this hill until that yeah, guy's can't, can't admit they're wrong. You know I mean? That's Nobody the, can. The Neither side. That's the fucking right problem. There. Yeah, yeah, because they're trying to catch up to the internet and streaming and podcasting, but they don't want to change their ways. Oh my fucking god! I mean, dude, I was off the radio for I don't even know ten years before I came back and did some on air. Your mouth is filled with popcorn, right? Yeah, seriously, Isaiah. Because I fucking eat popcorn. Trying to have a discussion here, and you're like my fucking drunk uncle from Buffalo. Go get me some scratch tickets. But there's so many people who are like hitting me up. You know, at, at shows when I did this stuff last year in September when I went after Ilhan Omar and her, you know, some people did something comment and just like, you know, we got what a big old viral post I did and people got, you know, their feathers ruffled about that too. But um, it's like, it's just so weird that, that you can, like, that so many people are afraid to say what they really feel about Trump and if they like them, they're afraid to say it. And I hate that environment. Like, I hate that people have to be afraid at a dinner party to, to bring up something about Trump or they're going to get excommunicated from their community, which is like, that's what they, all these people are so afraid to say the wrong thing and then their friends don't like them. It's like, stand on your own two feet for once, man. But that's what so I don't get. Like, why taking that approach? Like, that works both like, ways, too. It doesn't have, but it doesn't, I tell you what, it doesn't even have to be that you're, to your point, 
Chris. You, you, you don't even have to be a Trump supporter to be, to be on the receiving end of yep. your, you have the wrong opinions because I, you know, I'm not a Trump guy. Like I, I make that pretty clear that I think he's pretty authoritarian that, uh, you know, that I'm not a dude that's like pro Trump, but I'm also very, very, very anti left, even the left, you know, the, the, the left in the U.S., which isn't very left, but the left in the U.S., I'm, I'm pretty against most of that agenda as well. And I have lost friends, like actual friends, uh, you know, who, do, who no longer will talk to me, uh, you know. So, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's, that's a real thing that does happen. And it doesn't happen just for Trump supporters, though I'm sure Trump supporters get it worse. Uh, it happens for people who just have an outside view. And you're, you're yeah. going to take, you're going to take heat yeah. of that. that is there's true. an echo chamber. And if you say anything different, you're out. But it's not even like if you say something opposite. I, I put something on social media where at the beginning of this whole pandemic, every time Trump had a press conference, people would just be bashing him on social media. And I just got sick of that being the only thing I saw on my feed. So I just wrote, yep. hey, we get it. You don't like Trump. Definitely tweet or post more about it. And I had people DM me being like, you Trump supporter, you're racist. I have to block you now. And I'm like, just because I didn't say something bad about him, all I said was, I get it. You don't like Trump. And then that yeah. was enough to block me. <laughs> that works both ways, you guys. Of course. You know, it, it, yes. it, works, it works the opposite way, too. It does. Mike, I talked you know, to, which... I talk to, uh, I talk to, to, I will argue with uh, Mark Morton from Lamb of God. A guitar player from Lamb of God. We'll argue on on Twitter back and forth, and we're very friendly about it. But we'll we'll debate, and we have you know we have some very very different ideas. And I see when he says things that are you know that are definitively anti-Trump, people will holler at him and and come for him and blah blah. blah. That's a normal <laughs> thing, and I think that it's because it's Twitter. Listen, there's the, this is something an idea that came to me, and I feel like it's obvious. I don't feel like I'm smart, but I feel like everyone should should recognize this. Everyone knows you don't read the comments, right? You don't go to the comment section and read the comments. What is Twitter? Twitter is the fucking comment section for fucking life. That's the whole goddamn point of the website. Twitter. So it's like there is a certain amount of our own fault for engaging in this shit. I've been spending a lot of goddamn time in my fucking in the woods in my yard, and I tell you what. I don't miss fighting with people on the internet. Now it's great to, to, to forward your own opinion. God knows I do, right? I have no problem sharing my opinion about, about things, but I mean, the argument itself shouldn't define you. I think is, no. is, is something that, that, that I think that maybe is part, probably that's why I wanted to be a part of this call. Uh, I think, I, I think Chris, from an outsider's perspective, I think that I've, I've seen, I, it feels like you're letting the argument define you on, on the internet. And if the argument is defining you, no one's gonna really hear what you're saying. They're just gonna be, see that you're the guy that's getting the shit and they're gonna decide if they want to either engage yeah, in I, I want them. Or not, I know, want so. people to read about it, look at my tweets and do all that stuff with what's out there and just make up their own minds as to why I'm getting shit. You know, what is, why do you think? You know, it's like because what of the, is the way main reason? personally, personally, because of the way that you're engaging, you it's that's why you're getting shit. You can engage and have these ideas and engage with other people in a way that is not aggressive, that is not antagonistic, uh, and 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 
you may feel like you're defending yourself, but as an outsider looking at it, it does seem like you're antagonistic. So, and so, it, and it's, if it, you, you can think what you want, I'm telling yeah. you what I see. And, and you, there, there is a way to engage with people that disagree. Well, uh, my, my, my whole strategy, you. my whole strategy is to go hard at people in response so that yeah. I can, I can just destroy this politically correct crap. It's like, you know what? It's, I wish we could go back to the Eddie Murphy days when you just, Think of an insult and say it, and you know whatever. Nobody <laughs> cared, and everyone laughed about it and shit. So I want to go back to that time somehow. Like Trump really came out there and just blew a hole in the politically correct crap. Blew it, blew it apart. And so I want that to go more and more. And it's like if people, you know, I mean, let your emotion take over sometimes, man. It's like you don't always be super ego logic all the time. Like if you want to go after someone because they said something that, that you know riled you, then say it, man. It's like it's when when people start saying, "Oh, I'll beat you up and this and that." It's like that's you know, I never came at anyone and said, "I want to just fight you." Well, I mean, yeah. well, I, I'd, I'd like to, to, I'd like to, I'd like to introduce you to a thing we call the internet. That's what happens there. Internet's so, yeah, and I'm fine. Right, I'm and not, you're a, you're a grown man. You should know that. You, I mean, that's that's going to happen. Yeah, like I'm just so responding to, to people in the same way they they coming at me, and it's like, why is that bad? Why am I well, the bad guy? Yeah. It's not, but it's going to get exhausting after a while. And the fucking internet sucks. Twitter is bullshit. It's, Let's agree. It's, it. it's um, no, like, I mean, if you're getting in, the point is, the point is, if you want to get into it, and I think that that's, I, th I feel like I said this earlier, if you're looking to get into it, I, I feel like that is the point of the, yeah, of that's your what I'm doing. On, on I have Twitter. no issue. Okay. I right, have well. no problem coming after people who are coming after me. It's like, well, are responding to people coming after me. I don't mind that. It doesn't. I'm not hurt. I'm not looking down or anything. I'm having fun with it, trying to come up with the most snarky, sarcastic comebacks I can come up with. Josh actually didn't point. say you were melting down, for the record. Josh never said you were melting down. <laughs> I didn't. I will, right, I will confirm rails, this. I, I, you want to talk about it, I, I will confirm this. I believe Isaiah said in the last podcast with Phil that he wanted to fight you. Let's go. So Let's I don't know when celebrity. that's going to happen. Celebrity. And for Listen. charity. Celebrity charity fight. Well, listen, actually, well, doing one is a celebrity. Yeah, sure. The other one. Fuck uh, you. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have an orange mask. I'm following the fucking. Anybody rules. engaging in a boxing match or whatever is is going to look bad. So I don't think anybody listen, really wants I, the, to do it. The the reason we wanted to have you on this and Phil on this and and Josh and Mike and I have been friends for years. It's just Twitter is the fucking dead center of hell. And shit posts. Shit posts all day long. All fucking day. I swear to God, Mike, you were talking about history before. You were talking about the history of all presidents and how this, that, and the other thing. Imagine if we could go back and look at history. I'm not saying take the internet away, but lose fucking social media for a minute. That is a cesspool of fucking hate. And it yep. just gets fueled. Especially you Twitter, though. Oh, Twitter. Oh, and, and, you, and it's a try, it's an experiment on Twitter. Like, let me, I'm trying to pull out the worst in people. Right. Just to, just to show, just to show that how hypocritical they are. I'm like, I'm, I'm out here shit posting like the left does all the time and trump supporters they don't really do what i'm doing they're really much more well behaved than i am and maybe less emotional than i am i'm probably as emotional as any crazy liberal and so i'm just pulling it out and going look the, the trump supporters are that the ones that are actually civil not not the liberals i don't know about me. that i don't know i don't know about that chris i've taken so, a lot of shit from, from people from from trump digging people. up on twitter man they're all, no. but can we all agree that the left Democracy. and the right are just fucked? Can we all agree that the left and the right are just fucked? And we got to live somewhere I don't think they're middle? equal at all. Well, I think one side is way more emotional than the other side. No, I don't agree with that at all, Chris. I oh, believe, man. no, so I, I don't, I don't studies, agree, Chris, man. because 
after 10 right years wing, of Twitter, we'll, right wing we'll and conservative damn. people can get just as emotional as extreme left people. But I just don't, it's I don't all the people in the middle that don't have the time to be emotional or vocal hey, because they're just trying who, to put who gets food shut on down at college campuses, man. Uh, who gets uh, shut down? The right gets shut down, not the left. The right college campuses destroy the destroy anyone who thinks with right right. Uh, you know, right-leaning think that's a, or that's, thought. That's not, and the media not does the same a, damn thing. It's not as much about, that's not as much about emotion as it is about tactics. It's not, I mean, oh, anyone, people anyone are losing their minds. No, 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 no. I mean, they, they look like they're losing their minds and they probably are kind of losing their minds, but it's not about emotion. It's about tactic. If that shit didn't work, they would do something else. That is not, uh, not them losing why, it's not an why emotional isn't the reaction, right doing that to the left? You know, why, the, the right why isn't the right shutting down the left? Because the right has avoided those tactics, and it, it's it's. I think it's because they're it's, less it's, emotional. It's no, it's not. It, they're not less emotional. They're, they're not less emotional. It's not about. It's not a. It's not a question of emotion. How emotional someone is, uh, the values that they they place uh, value in. You know, they're, they're different from from person to person, but. I don't. Fuck, I really who's don't. Fucking think, egg timers going off. That was my phone. That was my phone. I'm, I'm unprofessional. <laughs> I'm ready. Come on, Phil. You know, I'm, 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 I'm the kind of guy that would that would have the cough button right in front of me and still not hit the cough button. I would cough <laughs> but over the air. I'm that guy. So. No, Phil, Phil, you guys oh, are both making really good. I'm, I'm thinking as we talk about Chris. You mentioned with CNN, you know, dipping and go and, and the way they're going. The the tactic part. The right doesn't need to react because in most people's minds, it looks like they might be winning. And maybe the left has to react and do different tactics because maybe the nose of their plane is fucking heading down, right? It is. Maybe. maybe. I don't They're know. They're scared to death of, of November, man. They're going to lose so bad. Well, but, but the point is how you react to that. Just like we talked about radio, how you react to decisions that are made. If you act like a bitch and just go the fuck along with it, it's not going to get any better instead of stopping and saying, hold on a minute. We got to try a different tactic because we look like we're going out of our fucking minds, whether that's left or right. Maybe that's why the right doesn't look so. But I feel like terrible. the two extremes are going out of their mind. But I feel like the tactic <laughs> is for for the left is that they're more they're more puritanical and they're more mean spirited and like vengeful right now. And the right is more just like we're pro us. Well, maybe, maybe you guys, I don't think you know, that's you guys, you guys have really short memories. Because every administration in the past, I'm saying it's right the same now. thing. I'm saying yeah, right now. now, and it's the same thing as when Obama was in. It's the same sure. thing when George W. Bush was in, and it's the same thing when his dad was in, and when the Clinton left has in. never lost their minds like they have under Trump. It's well, maybe like they feel they, like they're losing. Maybe they're no, 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 no. We're gonna focus Look, on no, 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 no. Part of the reason, part of the reason why we actually have Trump in the first place is because milk toast ass vanilla dudes like Mitt Romney were called Nazis. The left was freaking out about Mitt Romney. They were freaking out about George Bush. They were freaking out about John McCain and these same people, George Bush, John McCain, Mitt Romney, the left of today are talking about them like they were very fine gentlemen and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, but, but exactly. when they were actually trying to get into a position of power, they were called Nazis. They were called blah, blah, blah. And so what happened was the right looked at the, the situation and said, no matter what we do, they're going to call us Nazis and they're going to call us bad names. That's why people forgave Trump. That's why people look at Trump and they say, hey, he's a scumbag and he's got all these, these, these character flaws, 
but we know they're going to call them these things anyway, so maybe it won't stick. And it, it just so happens that it doesn't stick. People stopped caring in the context of Trump because that came baked in the cake when they voted for Trump. So here's my theory on the left. Hear me out, right? So I'm really into psychology and Carl Jung and Freud and all that stuff. So this is my whole thing. And I'm sure a lot of people would hate, hate hearing this, but this is my deal. So the left, they're more into globalization and, and acceptance of all types of people, even like people who like to engage in bestiality. I'm sure that that will be one of the groups that they try to make an impressed group at some point. So they, they're so, their need to fit in and be, and be accepted uh, is a different need to be accepted as the right. So the right, like, Usually, uh, a lot of institutional, like religious things, and 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 it's, so it's like they grow up with this whole, you know, community thing that's kind of, you know, a, a lot of it's religious too. But the left, for the left, it's like you got these kids who never felt truly appreciated or had enough attention from their parents, and so they, but their their parents may have not given enough, or maybe they gave just just the right amount, and the kids just are way too sensitive. So what they end up doing is they move from out of their their area that they're misunderstood and they go to move to New York City or they move to Chicago or they go move to Los Angeles and they, they're in desperate need to be part of something because they don't feel like their parents made them a part of something. So you get these people and they're, you know, they learn a lot in college because they're, again, they're doing whatever they can to virtue signal for friends much more than the right does, in my opinion. And so I, I, my thing is I have these, these, uh, theories in my head and I want to go and, and see if they're right using Twitter. And like, I, you know, you just see the emotional part of a human being when they just like get triggered and you can see it happen, you know? And it's just like, for me, the left has just so much more of a need to find a tribe to fit in because they didn't, they don't feel like they fit in as a kid. So you just, you just get, you know, the people, once they find their tribe, they're going to go to war for that tribe. And that tribe looks so damn different because there are all these different types of groups who, if they actually got into power, they'd be fighting amongst themselves. They'd be eating, eating their own. But they're, they're just everything they can do to counter Trump and counter this, you know, self-responsibility. That's kind uh, of this. This is kind of the second time you've kind of gone off on 17,000 different subjects without really <laughs> being kind of. Just, I'm just saying the left is more emotional. That's that's it. And the reason is because they're so in need to be accepted, desperate to fit in. Yeah, it's more than the I'm, right. But that can, again, again, that can be applied to, to the Both right sides. side also. Yeah, I'm not the right it already it. feels like they, they're part of something with religion and all that stuff. They already they grew up with that, and they're going to stick the, with the, that. These things are not sided. They're not. They're, you can have emotional people that are conservative. You can have emotional people that are that are progressive or, or what you might call liberal. Uh, but I mean, it, it is not a case where the left is more emotional than the right. The right is just as capable of being emotional and- The right doesn't do the, pussy hats and crap like that. Doesn't do the thing what? Is, the thing is, how about- how Pussy about hats. Well, we're you know all, we're all in Well, this, then you can say, no, well, the right that, has, uh, no, the right has the, Confederate flags. Hold on a second. No, the, the, right. the pussy hats things, the pussy hat, the, if, you wear a, if you wear a red Make America Great hat, that's the exact same thing. It's tribal yeah. signaling. It's the exact same thing. It is how tribal signaling. How can it be wrong to say, put your country first? You know, nobody, no, no first. one. Wait a minute. What, wait, Don't you think the pussy I, hats mean that? Same when did thing? I say? When did I say anything about being wrong? All I said is they're the same. 
One, like that, like wearing a pussy hat equals wearing a Make America Great Again hat because you're tribal signaling. You're saying, I'm this group. I'm this group. It's, it's, it's like raising your flag and everybody that has the, you know, the pink pussy flags, they all hang out over so here. So you think and both sides has, do it equally and that's it's just equal? Uh, I don't, I'm not 100% sure if it's going to be a, a, a direct 50-50 thing, but I, I think don't it's think. it's 60-40, the liberals uh, more emotional. I, no, I, no, 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 I, no, no, I disagree with no, that. No, because, that. because it's a different type of person that's, that gets politically active. There are people that are extremely conservative and also extremely unpolitically active. They don't pay attention to politics any further than they kind of go to the polls every time they have to vote and they know they're going to vote Republican or they know they're going to vote Democrat. So they vote down ballot Republican, down ballot Democrat. That, I mean, the the, why the are cities of, why level, are cities so liberal well because people that don't want to be uh don't want to live on top of each other frequently leave cities uh you know i mean i mean so i uh, i don't know exactly why well, you know I, why I in la know. if you're a conservative you you have to feel afraid to say what you want to say or you're going to lose a producer gig or you're going to lose an engineering gig or whatever so you can't say anything about your you know, it's not saying that you're more emotional. It's not saying they're more emotional, or it doesn't prove that the liberal that they the jump down your emotional. throat so much more than if it's the other side, the it's, other way they, around. Now they do, but when, when, who's in when but if it switches, it'll be the other way around. When pop culture was was more towards conservatives, and conservatives were in in more in a position of power, you would have Christian conservatives jumping down your throat for taking the Lord's name in vain. When when did you, we have a time where that where it felt happened. like that? When did we have the a time 80s. where the right was like in charge? Yeah, probably, no, probably the, was 80s. the 80s. Yeah, I think yeah, the, the 80s. The 80s was definitely a time like that. Yeah, I think so. I think, Absolutely. I mean, I mean the, re the reason that everyone felt like the, the parents in Footloose were the bad guys was because that was the representation of power. So nowadays, people find PC principle funny because that's the representation of power. And the roles are completely reversed. It's conservatives that in the 80s that were portrayed as the bad guys and the, and the, you know, the, the stuffy bad guys and the kids were the ones that wanted to just dance and be, you know, you, know, would, you would imagine that they're the ones that you want to party, whatever. And then here in, in modern times, PC principle in, uh, in South Park, he's, he's portrayed as the, you know, the authority and you're, you're kind of looking at him, he's like, he's kind of the bad guy, you know? I, I mean, it's authority yeah, and stuff like yeah. that, but it's not, it, has, it doesn't have anything to do with, with liberal being liberal people being more emotional i don't i don't i don't, I don't well so that if the, on the more the more left you are the more centrally planned you want to plan everything so the more like a big huge government is going to make decisions for everybody so the more left you are the more you're you're good with that the more what right you, what you, you are is, what do you define as left Chris, your what left. do you define as left how do you how do you how do you classify i'm telling you right left? now so the left the more left is the more communism the more right is the more anarchy and how do you define communism? Okay, all right. So you define. So you're you're looking on an, on authority and liberty on an axis yeah. of authority. So versus when liberty. you're right, you want less authority over your life. That's okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. That's, that's well, But you can't have anarchy because then everyone you can't even have a free market because everyone's killing each other. So there has to be some level of government control, or or everybody's a free for all. And then it's the 1800s, Wild Wild West. You know. So that doesn't work. But it also doesn't work when you have a, a government people making decisions for businesses when they have nothing to do with that business or don't know a business at all. At least capitalism is like, look, you love what you do. 
go make money at it because you're probably the best person to do it. And, the, no, and then mean, the government can tax you and redistribute, I, you know? I but see, I see capitalism as a, as a, I, I see capitalism as, as a, a little bit different than that, but I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just, I just wanted to get a, a clear idea of what you mean when you yeah. say left. It's just a level of government left. control left to right. That's it. So, I think, we, you know, I think, I think uh, we have talked politics on this podcast the most ever on this one. I think we're good oh, for yeah. about a year. I think we're good for about a year. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, to, to what Phil was saying about how uh, like people are tribal and like wearing a different hat can like symbolize what tribe you're going with. Do you think it's because we don't have any sports right now? We're all picking a team. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're all. I think they're all symptoms. Concerts, we can't go to fucking sporting events, so we're just gonna fight over fucking politics. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Let me ask you this: as a, as an artist, uh, a working uh, musical artist, and we asked Phil this: what what do you foresee in the near future as far as concerts go, as far as live entertainment goes, in a, a large venue? tour kind of thing we're talking so, about thousands my, of people my position, getting together my position on this covid thing was unless your hospitals are at risk of being overrun like in italy where where literally people had to choose between oh, well this guy's probably going to make it let's let's focus on him this person's probably going to die so sorry you're going to have to wait in the hallway until you die which did not happen in the united states did not even happen in new york city but if there's a danger of that occurring before it occurs obviously you shut down the city you shut down the, the county but you don't shut down the whole damn state, you know? The way we've been about this was just stupid. And in six months, we're going to look back, and I hope we all go, it was a mistake, should not have done it. The max amount of people that would have died is a million, which is horrible, of course. But at the same time, it's, you know, the, the economic, we have 50 million people who have lost their jobs. 50 million since mid, mid-March. There's, a, there's about, you know, almost, almost 30 million unemployment uh, claims, but mo- a lot of people I'm talking to can't even access the damn sites. So 50 million unemployed, over, you know, and their lives are going to suck. And it's going to take a long time to even get half of those back. So th- that's a lot of misery for a million people who, for the most part, would have had, would have been old and would have had Im- immunocompromised situations. So I just think logically it was so stupid, but we're not fully logical beings. We're emotional and we want to do what we can to keep people from dying. So we did the six weeks, we shut down. It's going to screw us for in the long run, but at least we can feel like, well, we're not completely cold and don't give a shit. So, but at this point, it's like, it's got to be opened up and, and go for it. And if there's a problem, if you've got a bunch of cases that are rising, then yeah, you shut that, you shut them down. But you have to say, this is when, when we shut down, it's because these levels were hit and this thing, these, these hospitalizations are in danger of, of, of you know, exceeding the amount of beds we have, that's when you shut down. You don't shut down before that. It's just okay, the so, dumbest so thing we ever did fine. in our that's lives. That's your opinion. But in your opinion, how, like Mike asked, how do we get back to shows as an artist? How do you feel we need to get back to where travel? Go for it. Unless, unless you have your hospital's danger of overrunning, let everything go. Open it all up. Because it's going to take forever for people to even be confident to go out, even if it is open and, and everything's allowed to be done. They're still going to be apprehensive about going to the big shows and all that stuff. There's going to be a large popula- percentage of the population are still scared. So just so don't we just need to open this damn thing up and go, you want to do a show, do a show. But, you know, and it, like, if you don't have issues, then do the thousand person shows, do the tw- 2000 person shows. If you have zero issues, do the 20,000 person shows. But as soon as you see that enough hospitalizations are, are rising where it's, it may overwhelm your local healthcare system, then you, then you shut it down, but not until then. 
So it should be guidelines that are very, very clear as to when you shut down. Not just, oh, is, oh I'm um, scared, shut down. How has Trapped stayed? You guys obviously have a new single coming out in May. How have you guys stayed creative during this uh, quarantine? How have I gotten creative? No, no, no. How, how have you and the guys in the band during this? You obviously have new music coming out. How have you stayed connected with your bandmates and stayed creative during this? Um, well, you know, we wrote our last song, which is our first single actually in, in February. So the record was, you know, done and all that stuff. So all I needed to do is get like artwork going and all that. And then now everything's set for that. So, the, but, the, but as far as getting together, there's no real way to do that. And um, writing songs, I mean, we, we, I usually like, we'll come up with something cool or whatever, and then I'll send it to the guy and what do you think of this? Or, you know, um, sometimes we'll get together and write in a whole room. Um, but, you know, uh, we did this Facebook Live thing April 2nd, which was awesome. Uh, me, my, myself and my guitar player, he, he, he's a drummer as well. So he, he's played Cajon during that. But, you know, other than that, we haven't really done any creative things, you know, so it sucks. It's like, I hate this. I want to open the damn economy up. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, I'm clear on where I stand on it. And uh, I'm hoping that cooler heads prevail and people understand economic misery can kill just as much as just as many people as a virus can. I would like to point out that before everything shut down, AF did it before it was cool. That's right. We right. shut down that yeah. radio station before yeah. Yeah. everybody was doing it. We tried to flatten the curve before everybody else. Perfect. Exactly. Remember we this? We didn't even know what we were doing. Fucking gone. Yeah. That's an antique now. Hey, uh, Chris, thank you so much, man, for joining us. Yeah, you thank know, you, man. You know, appreciate the, the healthy discussion here because that's what, that's what this country is all about. Two sides and the right to argue both sides and give opinions. Yeah. And I know, apologize I think for the tweet. And one of the oh, uh, <laughs> one of the things, I, the positive things we can take out of this is that there are some things that we all agreed on, right? You know, which is great, which is the uh, you know you. A strength of this country, but uh, also another strength is being able to uh, to argue about our points of view. So yes. uh, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much yeah, for joining thanks, us. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. Also, Phil Levante, AF being off. Can we have free tickets to your shows? Because we our radio jobs are gone. <laughs> anytime, I'm gonna anytime, miss that, guys. man. I'm gonna I miss know. that. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. Phil Labonte from All the Remains. Thank you very yeah, much. Later, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Nice yeah. to see you guys later. Have Thank a, you. Have All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Also, I want to uh, let our sponsors know that we want to thank them and appreciate them. Garage Doors Plus, uh, Invoke Media, Boston Exterior, Exterior Remodeling, and Pathfinder Tree Service LLC, and our friend Lucas Carr. You know, I got the Garage Doors Plus shirt on here. Uh, so yeah. thanks to our sponsors for helping us out to have podcasts uh, like this. And uh, please subscribe and please rate and please follow yes. Breaking the Ice on Twitter and uh, Facebook YouTube. and Instagram. Instagram and YouTube, YouTube. also. Chris, Chris, can you believe that people pay for this bullshit? I think it's great. Right. <laughs> I think it's great, man. It's inter hopefully entertainment that's eye-opening, you know? Thanks for joining right us, brother. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, All right. Take care. Thanks a lot, you guys. Awesome. If you see more popcorn on Twitter, you'll see it. Thank <laughs> you.